first, they would be half. Are you stuck, Will? Hello. We have Richard Erlen. Hello. And we have Alan Bulger. Hi. And today's episode, we are talking of the films of 2013. I've said that longer already, haven't I? We're talking about the films of 2013. Uh, and you might be wondering why we're jumping from 2015 to 2013. The reason was because we recorded an episode on 2014 and it's lost to the mists of the digital. It's gone the way of our gothic horror one, hasn't it? Yeah. The Lost Vampire The Lost yeah. Vampire episode. It is. It's, it's, it's in the same place. It's in cyberspace somewhere, but we can't access it. It's in the cloud, as they say. <laughs> yeah. In another 50 years, it's going to be like the Lost Tapes of, of Chatflix. <laughs> It'll be like the unedited version of Event Horizon that people write about trying to find it, and no one just ever has. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's lost to the, what do they call it, the annals of time? Is that yeah. what they say? So, yeah. So, we're doing 2013 today, and we're going to start off with the highest grossing movies, top 10. Working backwards as we always do, because it'd be silly to go the other way. And then we'll talk about uh, any other films that came out that year that haven't been mentioned. Sound good? So starting off with number ten in the highest-grossing movies. Now we've just uh, just had a conversation off air there, and we, it seems very samey this top ten compared to the last couple of years. So number ten is Star Trek Into Darkness, which grossed 228 million and change. Um, so the second Star Trek film by J.J. Abrams. What do you think, Lee? Just the remake of the Wrath of Khan. It is. That, it's just completely like, like a rehash of it, isn't it? You, you, it's well, it's it it tried to be, didn't it? But you, you know, you're dealing with possibly one of the most successful, not only sequels, because if you go back to our most successful sequels episode, Wrath of Khan got the I think the ultimate honourable mention, didn't it? It's not only one of the most iconic sci-fi's, it's also one of just the best sequels and revamps yeah. after the sort of failed Star Trek motion picture. Yeah. And then you've got, obviously, instead of uh, Ricardo Montalban, that absolutely... I mean, he still looks like a handsome man now, yeah. you know what I mean? He He's just one of them exotic, <laughs> chiselled, handsome men who's aged brilliantly. Yeah. And Do you know what, like, I love that you know his name, because I know him and think, oh yeah, yeah. he's bossing, because he's in Naked Gun and things, really. Yeah. Which he could never, ever Fantasy Island. Yeah, a lot in? of it, yeah. I don't know him personally, Richard. Richard's looking a bit confused. Yeah. I don't uh, know him personally. He's like, like, he doesn't live next door, sorry, just to clarify. I know who he is. Just one of the greatest. <laughs> I, I wouldn't need, you know what, it'd be unfair to call him a villain, antagonist would be, because mm. in Khan's head, he's not a villain. Um, yeah. And then we get Benedict. Cumberbatch yeah. as like trying to be all moody and edgy in this like diet star star trek and you're yeah. like oh, what what have I got what, what are we getting here I liked it no Richard you didn't <laughs> I'm just say did, I, I liked it I enjoyed it but, but I understand it, what you mean is it because it, I'm not a geek I'm not a full on star trek how does it compare it star to trek or star wars star, star trek sorry I'm just trying to lighten me up here <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the trekkies going <laughs> losing <laughs> their <laughs> it doesn't compare to the Wrath of Khan though. No, you can put the Wrath of no. Khan on now and everything yeah. from the score it's to the, the dialogue as cheesy as it is, yeah. it's still and iconic. That iconic moment where he's shouting, Khan! It's, it's, it's just, amazing. And you get a sort of similar moment in this film. What yeah, I, and it's... I, yeah, I think not. as um, like a, a new franchise, it kind of took two steps back because like, that new Star Trek kind of reinvigorated it, like where they were going, like it just felt a bit stale. 
yeah. and then the new Star Trek, the new the new cast doing Kirk and everything, that felt like new and exciting. Mm-hmm. And then when this came back out, and it was like a rehash of uh, the Wrath of Khan, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Do we? You know, I thought you didn't need that. That was that was perfect. Yeah, we did. We did. The first one's really good. Isn't we, it? we did. Yeah, they did. But they relied heavily on the hello, Mr. Spock. Hello, Mr. Spock. And it was like, so is every one of these sort of sequel films now gonna be? I mean, are we gonna get like? A remake of them going to capture whales to talk to yeah. um, space probes and stuff, and it's going to be a scene for scene reshoot. No, just no not. one asked for this. Mm. And the only good thing the Kelvin timeline has done is that Picard followed it, didn't he? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's his backstory, is obviously the, the uh, Vulcan getting destroyed and yeah. Romul- Romulans, yeah. uh, their home world getting all getting destroyed and stuff like and that. That's why the. That's why the yeah, bit nasty. That's <laughs> why. Yeah, the federation just failed, failed yeah. its objectives. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's that's the only useful thing it's contributed was to give Picard a little bit of a backstory for Picard. By the way, personally, I love Picard. Yeah, so the Carl. So it says two coming out soon. I mean, how pumped are you? Yeah, like that's well, how you do your trek, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it that's is. that's edgy trek, though. It is, and it's, yeah, it's good. It's good sci-fi. Isn't it? it is good, good sci-fi. sci-fi. Whereas, like you know. No, just this is a bit more adventure, isn't it? Uh, one thing, that, last thing I'll say, if you don't mind, is the thing that annoyed me was in the trailers and stuff, like Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't called Khan, was he? And they were all saying, oh no, he's not Khan, he's not Khan, he's not really Khan in the film, he's Khan. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Aye. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. He was trying to do that sort of, he was trying to he's do that really voice, calm. he was trying to do the voice and everything, and it's it was like, him. oh no, yeah. just, just stop. Yeah. Stop. Right, but I, did, I didn't mind actually, but yeah. That's <laughs> not, it's not my favourite. Right, number nine, uh, grossing 234 million, nearly 235 million, was Oz the Great and Powerful. Another sequel. Richard Chicken, has that not seen it, Richard? I've not seen it, but oh, this is Oz as in, oh, yeah. Yeah, Wizard like of Oz. Oz. Nope, not Never seen it. I'm so embarrassed, I haven't seen this. Oh, I went to Pitcher to see this. So, number eight. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so this number is Disney, nine. Disney, wow. Disney remake. Um, it's sort of an origin story of the Wizards. Um, it stars, oh, what's her name? I can see her face. The one out of Family Guy does Meg out of Family Guy. Mila Kunis. Yes, Mila Kunis in it. Franco. Oh my God, what's the James? name? Yes, Franco. James. Yes, James Franco is in it. Fallen out of favour of late James yes. with a few. Um, few negative news stories about him. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen him for a while, have we? We haven't seen him for a while, and I hope that gets that gets cleared up because yeah. I do I I do like some. Well, I do like quite a bit of James yeah. Franco's work, to be fair. Yeah, um, I've seen him. In, there's nothing I've seen that I hate them in. No, I thought, no, he's shit in that. No, um, maybe Spider-Man Three wasn't great, but that's not his fault. No, that's he was only working with what he was given there. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, James Franco plays Oz, the Wizard of Oz. I can't remember his name. Is it he's just no, getting, no, he's no, just no, getting he's the man behind the curtain, the great and powerful yeah. isn't he? And yeah, Mila Kunis plays the Wicked Witch of the West before she comes the Wicked Witch of the West, or the East, whichever one, the green one, the one with the green face. Um, and then his sister, I think it is, a Glenda, the whatever. Yeah, it's an alright film, very CGI heavy. Reminds me of the um, remake of Alice in Wonderland by Tim Burton. Very much looks very similar to that. Not a great film. I don't remember much about it. I've seen it. Once. No, I remember what I remember. Funnily enough, I remember, being on, I remember being on a date watching this. <laughs> and I had I had considerable amounts of wine. Careful. 
But I remember <laughs> thinking to myself, why does Helen Bonacarta have to be in it? <laughs> I'm bored of her appearing in Tim Burton in films. Tim Burton films. Yeah. I know what you mean. But, yeah. but anyway, so yeah, not a, not a great film, but it's, it's I love Return to Us. Oh, I think yeah. that is awesome. The that is one of the sequel. best. The absolute psychedelic nightmare it adventure is. that is Return to Us. Yeah, the stuff of nightmares. Brilliant. Th- them, uh, them fellas with the, with the wheels on the hands. Brilliant. And then swapping the heads. Oh yeah, the queen swapped the, the, the witch. Stuff. Yeah, the witch. Oh, Dorothy girl. <laughs> <laughs> so like the, they're in the room with us. <laughs> it always is with you, Al, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. That's a better film, and obviously the, the original was not as outstanding. Any? Do you like the film, Mike? Wonder if anyone doesn't like it. Which the, the, the original, the original was the one. But like, can you? It's like a classic. Yeah. It's like, it is a good one. All right, number eight, and we're probably going to move on swift. And this is what I mean by it, but feeling like very samey. Fast and the Furious six, two hundred thirty-eight million. <sighs> yeah. Just same old regurgitated thing for yeah. the for the youth of today that wrecked the classic car scene by taking up spots when we're at our classic car shows. Sorry. <laughs> this has been debated about so many times on, on forums and Facebook. If it's a classic car show, you don't come in a Ford ST, basically, do okay. you? I don't know how classic You know, it's taking up space for an E-Type Jag. So please don't do that if it's a classic car gathering. You may love cars, that's great. I've got, you know, no pro. Anyway, I'm going off at a tangent here. I think here, so, yeah, so, I think so. I think you need to watch the Fast and Furious films, Richard, because I think you, and you critique would have fun. Them. I've got no, yeah. I've not seen one. I've got no interest in seeing any. I've seen one. Have you? First, First one. one. My brother was raving about it after. Yeah, yeah it's just like, nah. Did but all the things that they skit themselves about, it's that's what's kind of... Are they making it tongue-in-cheek for themselves now? With the, you know, the, the, the typical thing you see on the memes or GIFs, whatever you call yeah, them, where it's, it's got like a, a, a gear <laughs> shift and it's got about 13 gears on it because they're just constantly changing gears. So yeah, is this the one where Paul Walker died? I don't know. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, I don't know whether it was the one after he died. I'm not too sure, on it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, and I can't remember what happens in it, I'll be honest. It's, it could, it's good they probably all merge into It's got cars in it. It's got cars in it and they do, do, do mad stunts. And, and people are furious. They are. And they might go for it fast. But they, they do mad stunts in Is cars. Is it in a, what, what location? Can't remember. Don't know. That's what I mean. If I knew what location was, I'd tell you which one it's like. There's one where they chase a submarine on, on the ice. There's one where they jump a car from one skyscraper to the next. There's one where they getting. There's one where they've, they've, they've got like a safe. They've, they've robbed a safe and the safe is getting. You know, jumped around in the streets and stuff, and look, it's brilliant. Like for that, they're not great films, but they're they, just they take down a team of mercenaries. It says here that could be anything. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And the rock's just in it. You can't beat the rock, can you? The rock's brilliant. Isn't it? Oh, is he in? Oh, he yeah, is, he is. You, you think he's in this one? Yes, yeah, you're right. Then he came in like the third, or fourth one, maybe fifth. I'm not sure. That's what I was saying. They all just melt into one. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Number seven is Gravity, starring our mate Sandra Bullock and. George Clooney, and it made $254 million. It was a biggie, wasn't it? Yeah, that was fantastic. I, I like this. Yeah. Was it 3D still big around this time? Oh, it was. Yes, yes. I, I was mean, really the sold peak, on it. The yeah. peak of the 3D. And that, that, that could be why it's so high. This was the, my, my favourite 3D film. This and Dread, Dread 3D. 
it, where it uses 3D to a good effect. I didn't think Avatar used it well, but everyone goes on about it, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. But I think this was really, really effective with the 3D myself. Um, yeah, I liked it, it's good. I liked it, I liked the, uh, the she was brilliant in it, she, yeah. she carried, but both of them are good in it. Yeah. Because it's one of those where there's, uh, there's, there's not many, it's not a big cast, is it? It's just a, is it literally just them two? It might be, and maybe one other voice or someone else, I'm not too sure, but I think it might, yeah, it's predominantly them two. Yeah, they, 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 they carry it through, don't they? Yeah. I, th I think it's brilliant. It captured that. I haven't seen it in 3D, I've only seen it on the telly. And you don't, well, that's because I've never seen it in 2D, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it captures that element of being isolated. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that feeling. Panic. Pa yeah, panic. Like, you know, it's a bit like. It's got elements of the Blair Witch in there, but you know, like the breathing and stuff like that, yeah. which is in the suit, and like the claustrophobia of being in the suit, but you know, being out in space and just not being able to do anything at all. Yeah, great film. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that again, actually. Yeah. And I'd like to. I've only seen it once, um, but I think it's it's like one of those that we've talked about before that you need to experience it. I wouldn't watch it a million times, but it's a good yeah. film. Mm. Um, is it up there with like? I can't remember if Interstellar was around the same time. Well, not the same year, because surely it would. That would be been, in there, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah maybe it's to come, I don't know. But I think we've already done Interstellar. I feel like we've talked about it. Um, but... I, that's Christopher Nolan, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's yeah. That's the one. Yeah. It's Christopher Nolan I've never seen. And this, really? I can't remember off the top of my head, but is this directed by the same fellow who did um, Children of Men? Alfonso or something. Oh. I could be wrong. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to watch it again. Um, it's it's very interesting. I wouldn't rush to it if to, if it was on the telly and I had time to spare, I'd watch it. And I know I'd enjoy it, but it's one that I'm not itching to watch again. Yeah. I'd like to watch it to appreciate it. But we, we've talked about other films like this. Mm. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Here's Alfonso. Alfonso, Alfonso, that's just, Alfonso. Alfonso. it does name. Alfonso Chiaran. That, that sounds good. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> so yeah, good film. And I, I, you can see that sort of like, like Children of Men was up. Was, have you seen that one, Al? Children of Men. I don't think I've watched I've, I know what I've seen in the trailers and I don't think yeah. I've watched it all the way through. It's it's, mm. it's it's filmed like very realistic. It's, you know, sort of like documentary style. Like, mm. But then the, like, there's one particular scene where it's following Clive Owen chasing someone. Mm. I won't go into details, you haven't seen it, but he's chasing someone and he it follows it right behind him and it's in a war zone, like a war zone, and it goes into a building. He follows him right up the stairs, goes through the buildings, explosions going off and all sorts, and then he finds who he's looking for and then it goes back down and it goes, you know, and it's all like, it's about a 10 minute sequence and it's it's all one shot and it's, it's, it's brilliant. And it's not all done in one, but it looks like it's done in one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can see that sort of same theme with gravity, you know, where sort of if you know the debris flying through, then it, the perspective changes to her face, and then it changes to the the earth or whatever. Yeah. And you can see his style is on it. Yeah, definitely recommend children then if you like gravity, like yeah, good stuff. Okay, next we've got number six, rocking a two hundred and sixty-three million dollar worldwide gross. It was Frozen. Seen Frozen? Mm, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, me too. It's good. <laughs> I think film like that, um, like before I got to it, it was so hyped, and I don't know. I'd, I think Frozen, I'd kind of like forgotten about Disney as being the Pixar was always massive, but yeah. Disney, I, 
I mean, I remember watching documentaries about um, they were struggling with transitioning from 2D animation to 3D in their style. Yeah. And the last one, I think, well, they had Tangled before. Tangled, Tangled wasn't one. like it wasn't like the mega hit that Frozen was. It no. was a hit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Um, and the one before that was the uh, Princess and the Frog. Is that right? Yeah. So that was more traditional 2D yeah. animation, wasn't it, with 3D elements? And like I remember watching like a, a documentary about how that was. They were trialing out if that was still the thing. Otherwise, they're going to transition over to 3D, with, yeah. which they, they did with Tangled. Yeah. So I think if Princess and the Frog was a bigger hit than it was, I don't think. I think it did moderate success yeah, you know it wasn't so. like but frozen just buzzed like yeah literally blew up didn't it? like yeah. in terms of like the like the music like i remember all the kids singing it and you go to a kid's party and the kids would be singing everywhere like what's this yeah for? it was to the point where it was irritating you know yeah. but i didn't know nothing about it and, mm. and i was kind of a bit hesitant to watch it because of that reason but then yeah. when i watched it i'd seen the trailers and and um, the trailers kind of like were just it wasn't like a uh, a breakdown of the plot and it was like the snowman wasn't it the character what is yeah, what, what it called Olaf, Olaf yeah. yeah it was just like him like struggling with something or I remember yeah, the messing cinema. around and yeah. Like, yeah so I didn't like nothing to do with what Frozen is actually about mm. so I kind of thought it looked like quirky and interesting but then when I did come to see it I thought it was brilliant like I liked yeah. the, the, the plot was kind of like it, it, quite exciting and um characters were round and I thought it was yeah, really yeah. enjoyable, really entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's like a return to those Disney princess, like, you know, we talk about Beauty and the Beast and Little mm. Mermaid and all them, that era. It was sort of like a Disney return into that um, style of film, wasn't it? You know, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a simple plot, but it's good and it's heartfelt and, you know, yeah, it was good. And But I think the, the important thing, and this is why I feel Frozen 2 is not as good, is the music is brilliant. Yeah. Even like, you know, I'm... <laughs> But you always say, like, do you want to build a snowman? Like, you know, we've obviously seen the film yeah. with Thomas. I'm always saying it, like, you know, just like randomly singing it, or you know, let it go and. and uh, I hated the plot in Frozen too, as well. Just felt it's a bit the confusing. Plot was isn't contrived, it? yeah. Yeah. Just felt a bit forced. Yeah. And the stakes went. It just stakes were quite felt quite high in this. It felt like mm. it, it, uh, there was a big big story to tell. You know, it yeah. felt eventful. You yeah. know. It was easy to follow. I mean, mm. I, I I've, I've seen Frozen two once and. Still can't tell you what the, what the plot was. It was about. like this dome thing, wasn't it? That they, yeah. they got lost in. Yeah, I remember. Where did he, they went to some island, didn't they? Where she can control all the powers, not just like the frozen powers. Or, I don't know. Can't remember. But yeah, I just remember the, remember it not being memorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the first one, yeah, that that's like, oh, well, this is brilliant. It's cool. Well acted, funny, you know. And I say the songs are great. And, and Disney have kind of hit the stride a little bit with like Moana. Um, yeah. There's been a few, hasn't there? What was that after Moana? Yeah, there's been a few on like Disney Plus. Yeah, always like, get mixed up with Pixar. There was, like, yeah, yeah. Um, there was like that. Uh, Which one? Was it the Dragon? The Dragon one, one that yeah. just come out not long ago. Yeah. And they're all, they're all of like a good standard, and they've yeah. got like a kind of a different feel to the Pixar ones. Because Pixar don't rely too much on songs, do they? No, no. It's all plot driven and, and yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Um, I still. Frozen's a bit different because the songs are kind of good. Some like like some Moana, I didn't. I, I like it, but uh, the songs are a bit a bit irritating. Oh, yeah. I started watching Moana, but then missed missed the end because I had to go and do something. But the kids watched it like. So I, I like the, like the tattoos. You know, the tattoos like telling stories and moving and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's good. Good. But yeah, Frozen is for all, for all like the the 
opinions about it. It is a good film. Yeah. And you know, it was a massive success for Disney again. Well, moving swiftly on to number five, another Disney slash Pixar film. Uh, earning $268 million was Monsters University. So sequel to Monsters Inc., which came out in the uh, late 90s, maybe early mm. 2000s. Um, brilliant film. Monsters University, what do you think? Have you seen it? I feel like I have. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. I think the opinion you've got there is, says it all. It's very, again, forgettable. forgettable. It's not a bad film, it's just not as good as Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. is actually you know, iconic. You know, you think about the doors in that warehouse when all the doors are flying, that mm. sequence when they jump from door to door. And there's nothing like that really in this, and or not that I remember. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I remember some of the plot things not matching up with the. the Monsters Inc. Yeah, I think I think there's a story where they they met in they met in school or something. Yeah. It's not school, it's university or whatever. Something. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's not a it's not an outstanding film. It's just sort of by the numbers with the characters, which isn't a bad thing sometimes. But yeah, it's it made the money though to be fair. Like, you know, the fifth highest grossing film of the year. It's done all right. Yeah. Yeah. But not much more to say about that really. Um, number four. So this is a, now this is a, a controversial one, with earning two hundred ninety-one million dollars was the Man of Steel. Right, so I definitely, I've seen this one seen this multiple one. times. Yeah. So this is the Zack Snyder reboot of the DC universe, obviously about Superman. Um, what do you think? Right, the first time I seen it, yeah, I was underwhelmed. Mm. I loved the first half. The, like the the well building, I yeah. loved um, the tone of like the seriousness and and uh, the backstory of um, Superman. I, I I don't feel we'd ever seen that so much. And then the second half, um, I was bored because um, it's just explosions and it just felt like it went on forever. Like yeah. the, that fight scene with Zod. Just yeah. and, and with Zod being in it, I was compared it to like similar to what Wrath of, the Wrath of Khan. I was compared it to Superman two. Yeah. Now those three villains, Zod and his, his and the uh, two we don't the know the two can't remember the name, <laughs> like the woman and, and uh, the 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 big guy. The big guy. Um, I just they they had something like something special about them, like and this 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 version of it, it, it just. The battle, although the CGI and stuff was incredible, it just went on for ages. Yeah. And um, Metropo- Metropolis was just getting blown to pieces. I mean, they do. I guess the um, the controversy of that was then brought into Batman vs Superman at the start, yeah. and they yeah. used that as like a plot thread. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of it? Well, when when you first see the, so. If you imagine at the time, right, when was it 2013, so yeah. what year did Dark Knight r- I rise? I think 2012. So yeah. we've just had that yeah. Christopher Nolan trilogy just finished. Yeah. And you've, you've seen this amazing version of Batman, yeah. this world of Batman. And we all wanted it to be in the same world, yeah, but we yeah. knew it probably couldn't be, so that was fine. So it's its own world. So I remember seeing the trailer and getting, I'm thinking about it now, getting a goosebumps and thinking, this is going to be amazing. You know, like when you hear. There's a man on Brando talking mm. as his father in the trailer, I think, and he's flying in the air and that sort of thing. 
No, it wasn't. It's Russell Crowe. Was it Russell Crowe? Yeah. Okay. So they used Russell Crowe doing it, but sort of similar, you know, mm. flying near to the flying in the sun, things like that. He said something like that. I remember that trailer and thinking, this is going to be brilliant. If it's anything like the Dark Knight Rises and, and Dark Knight, yeah. it's going to be amazing. You know, it's, it's a gritty. I mean, not too gritty, but it's you know, it's a modern feel, modern take on Superman. And then watching it, and it's just a standard superhero film. That's what I was disappointed yeah. about. It's it's a standard origin film. I do agree. I think it's great. They're, they're on Krypton for a long time with that film, aren't they? Yeah. You know, you see Russell Crowe and whoever it plays the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you see Zod on there, and you see that you know what happens to the planet and all that it's, sort of thing. It, it goes in in uh, the detail about explaining, trying to explain. Yeah. Where like, the backstory. Um, love all that, and I love the like the detail of uh, you know the uh, the parallels between his. Krypton dad and his Earth dad yeah. uh, by what's his name Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. Kevin it's, it's good to see him back. Yeah, it? yeah, uh, yeah. You know, really, really good. Like sort of seeing parallels. Enjoyed all that, and then it just like you say. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. That second half, it's just your standard superhero film. You know, punching each other and all that, and then buildings getting blown up, and it's hard to find. You know, to, to always know what's going on with with the action. There's some amazing scenes. I, I love Henry Cavill. I think he's, he's mm. brilliant. I think he's a brilliant Superman. I hope to see more of him. Um, yeah, but I mean, I was talking about when I first seen it, and on subsequent viewing, I was like, um, it's grown on me, to yeah. be honest. I've enjoyed it a lot better. I think yeah. when it came out, I was super hyped, the same as yourself. I was yeah. like, uh, I, I'm, I'm loving this. I wanted the Superman Returns to, to, to blow up, you know. Yeah, with, I like that. that, yeah. that it watch, kind of just just limped, didn't it? Yeah, just, it wasn't wasn't received well, was it? I mean, watching it back again, I can see why because there are sections of it which are a bit boring. Yeah. But again, I liked what's his name, Brandon Roth, who was Superman. Yeah. I thought he was brilliant. Um, but yeah, I agree with this Man of Steel. I watched it again, and yeah, it it it, it did sort of. I was like, oh no, this is good. He is good as Superman. Yeah. And there are some great moments. I mean, that scene where he, he gets punched into the safe. And he sort of like stands up and he yeah. sort of struggles. That's that's a, like an iconic moment. I think it's like what you said coming from the Dark Knight yeah. Returns that rises, yeah. Dark Knight rises, and then watching that afterwards, um, it was a bit hard. It's like two different tastes almost, wasn't yeah. it? Like different uh, yeah. ways of doing it because Zack Snyder's very CG heavy, isn't he? Mm. He loves his CG battles, yeah. whereas. Um, they did have elements of Nolan where they tried to ground him. Superman, you just can't do that. Can you can't. You? Yeah, and I agree. He's too fantastical. He's too. Yeah, you've got to have that. Yeah, you have got to have that sort of, I say, fantastical, supernatural almost yeah, yeah. feel to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 just them, them final battles. It's just. Just like, goes on yeah. and on and now, on. What I what I always think about and to Warner Brothers again, is I always think back to like the Matrix revolutions when. Neo and Smith are fighting in the air and they just look like plasticine and I know that was revolution at the time but it still looked shit at the time and it looks like the same technology but right, it's refined and better like this bit where he gets thrown around by the cape and it just looks like a, like a plasticine doll yeah it's and got think, no weight to it yeah, yeah it's, it, there's just something missing and you know it's that what do you call it uncanny valley there's just something there where you can tell it's not real and that I found that disappointing as well but then there's there's great bits of loving it where he's like trying to learn to fly and he's jumping but he doesn't quite fly mm. and he jumps a bit higher and he can't get there and he jumps up and then he just jumps a bit more while he's mid jump and that's when he's flying. I think that's that's brilliant. We've never seen that before. There's some amazing moments in that film. But yeah, it's I don't know. At the time, I felt disappointed. But now, it's probably one of the best DC films. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at what we've had afterwards. Yeah, it's been um, a bit patchy, isn't it? It's yeah. Been 
hit and miss. Yeah. Had more misses than hits, maybe. Yeah, probably right. But you know what? Still making the money, isn't it? Yeah. That's the, that, and that's why we're going to put that, that for them is the like, there's not big numbers this, unless the, the inflation or whatnot, but like, they're not like billion. Mm. These movies, the, the gross. Well, are they? I'm looking at the gross here on my list that, that I've been reading out, and I think that might be the US now looking yeah. at it because there's a total gross. Now, do I the total gross? Oh no, they're the same. Yeah, not sure about what we're going for. Mm. Canada gross. This is all US. Yeah. Usually yeah, similar, sure. aren't they? The list. Yeah. So I would imagine these would be the, the big ones be close to a billion. Yeah, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, I've just I've just rechanged the, the list there. There's a few others there. I'll go back to what we had in year in year releases, but we'll go back to that the, the calendar gross. So we might there might be some that were released in a different year. You're looking at these, I'm not mm -hmm. too sure. Looking at them now from this list, we might have to uh, recheck this list. But let's go for number three. So number three, um, grossing 367 million dollars is Despicable Me Two. I think we spoke about these last time, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Despicable Me films are, are good. Enjoyable. Have you seen them, have you? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I've, seen, they, they, I've seen one. I think I've seen the first one. Yeah. They're just good knockabout films. The Minions are uh, brilliant, iconic characters. Um, yeah, and again, they just keep making money. And the merchandise from them is just everywhere. You know, you can get Minion whatever. You know, pyjamas and slippers and all sorts, can't you? They're just everywhere. And as a film, the second one, again, I can't remember much about it, but I've seen it. The first one's brilliant. Can't remember much about the second. Just remember the yeah. minions taking the over. Minions, yeah. The minions. I've seen the minions film more than the Spiffle and Me films, to be honest. But there you go. Yeah. So number two, uh, with a whopping three hundred ninety-five million dollars, is the Hunger Games: Catch and Fire. Wait, is this the second one? I think it's the second one. I always get mixed up. I feel like this is the third one. Oh um, no, this is the second one. Oh yeah. Certain, go on, then. I'll go with you. What do you think of them now? Uh, I love them. Yeah. I think we said last time, I, I loved the first one, and the second one was a rehash, and then onwards it just didn't feel like the same sort of feel to it. It wasn't a competition with the fighters, that's what yeah. I don't like about second them. one. Second one is, there you go, well done. Um, so, I'd read some of the books before, I've read, seen them, the first movie, read some of the books, not all of them. Yeah. Um, and then this was the first time going to the Odeon where I you let you you know at the time right Odeon let you store up your, your points yeah I remember so that. I was going to the cinema quite a bit and uh, I'd racked up enough points to go to the what did they call it where you the get gallery? the gallery yeah. yeah so we went to the, you used the uh, points to use this and the whole experience just added to it. it was just I just loved it, it was just a nice <laughs> really good pleasant and the movie was good as, as, um, so it was full of nachos and yeah, no popcorn coke and, all that. and, and yeah, yeah. Of, you know the drinking kind. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is there another kind on? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I just I I thought I think this is one of the best ones to be honest. Mm. I like the first part of Mockingjay. So you're getting yeah, I'm getting confused now. Is that what the last one's called? Is it three books? Is it? I thought it was right. Four there's books. three books, yeah. but the, the it's. Did the Harry Potter where they split the third book into yeah. two movies? Ah, oh, something in four films. That's yeah, there's four movies. Yeah. Um, so I, th I actually think this is the best, better one. Yeah. I prefer the first one. Again, this felt like a rehash of the first one. But yeah, you, you, what, what do you like better about it? 
Um, I think this is like the Empire Strikes Back of it. Like it's just it. Like the the first one was like the sets the tone of like the the world that, that has been created. Yeah. And this one, I just remember the stand up moments um, where she's kind of like a, dealing with a conflict of like a, a character, and I just think she she's just she, she just comes into her own. You know, she just. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence just like takes over, and uh, um, I, I want to watch them again. To be honest, yeah. to be fair, yeah, I can um, do watch them again. Like, yeah, I watch them again. But yeah, she's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is is, is fantastic. These are their films, no yeah. question. You know what I mean, propelled her, you know, to the echelons of being a massive yeah, but, star, didn't but she? To, to be honest, like I, I, they came out of nowhere for me. I, there's no, I remember watching the other one, the first one on the on the telly, and not knowing anything about and I thought how is this like as like, someone who's like pays attention to pop culture and stuff how has yeah. this like gone over my head that like, <laughs> I've missed this yeah. like this massive movie mm. and then so when this came out I was like god this is so good how have I just missed yeah. all the, the excitement about the Hunger Games but it like, came like really quick didn't they that bump one half the year yeah. and they're kind of forgotten in a way yeah, they're not, they're not as like, talked about these days. Not as talked about as like, say, Star Wars and yeah, or Lord of the Rings, for example. But I kind of like, in a way, hope that they are left as they are because it's. I think it's a good, you know, good body of movies, like yeah. just little, and yeah. maybe in about twenty years' time they'll come revisit them and yeah. and not just rehash every single little element and yeah. tear it apart. And and all that yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, I think I don't know if there's a. a prequel film but I think there's a prequel book out at the moment okay um, so I'm imagining that'll get made as a film I wouldn't be surprised if it's not already I mean made. the Fantastic Beasts movies uh, have been just okay haven't they they haven't been but they haven't damaged the legacy well, of Harry Potter but yeah I thought, thought the first one was okay and the second one was abysmal so yeah I mean you're right though you know people talk about Harry Potter and it's still massive isn't it you know people are still yeah. into it and people still love it so like you're right, they haven't damaged it, so hopefully that won't happen with these. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, see them again. It's just a rip-off of Battle Royale though, that's the thing. I know what. <laughs> my, my first introduction to Battle Royale was the first, it was the second one. Oh, my yeah. second one's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Can't say I've seen much of that one. First I one. watch the first one. Outstanding. Love it. It's I like, like it's uh, pictures, I like the way it, it, it's like it's the tone of the Hunger Games is kind of serious, mm. and but it is like X Factor or you know um, the what was going on and on like um, reality TV yeah. at the time. Big Brother and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Setting like this dystopian world in the future <laughs> that takes itself so serious because they could have yeah. done it like uh, like a satire, couldn't they? Yeah, they could have done it like a comedy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I like, I love the tone of it, you know, that uh, it that, takes itself so seriously. And yeah, that's a good point, I hadn't thought about it. But yeah, because like, they sort of bring in that sort of reality TV element with the, the interviewer and all that, and it's yeah. all on the telly in it. But yeah, that's a good point, actually. Really. It, it's definitely relating to like, because Pop Idol and X Factor were massive at that time, or just leading up before yeah. the books were released. They mm. were like, obviously influenced, yeah. and then Battle Royale was a definite influence on yeah. it. Yeah. Good, fi- good films. Yeah. Good films. So yeah, definitely need to watch them again. Right, number one. With a whopping $409 million. Not everyone's favourite MCU film, but it is a Marvel one. It's Iron Man 3. 
So are you up on the Iron Man no. film? You haven't got a clue. You haven't seen this one. I've seen first one. Yeah. Underwhelmed. Like. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it at the time? Or I like seen it at the time. At the time. Wow. Uh, at the time, yeah. Uh, and that was that was that's considered the starting point of the, the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> the first one's. Oh, I still, I thought no, the first one's brilliant. But maybe I was just because I'm like a more DC than Marvel, and I, I just yeah. was like, but I don't know. I, I don't know why I don't like. I, I'm not appreciative of it. Yeah. I really don't. Mm. Well, the third one. So like, like obviously. It came after Avengers, yeah. so we'd had Iron One, Two, The Hulk, Thor, what else? Captain America, and then the Avengers. So they were all in the one film. Yeah. And then Iron Man Three came after that, um, and he's dealing with with what happened in that film. So he basically saved the day at the end of Avengers. If you haven't seen it already, apologies for spoilers. Um, and he, it's him coming to terms with trying to protect the world, basically. Um, you know, he, he can't protect everyone, and he, he's sort of battling with wanting to still be Iron Man or not Iron Man. So he it goes it goes back in time a little bit, and it, there's there's someone who got spawned when he was uh, that's the right word. He chipped him off a bit um, back in the day. Who's made this amazing technology where you can like rebuild skin and rebuild your body and stuff, and it's him battling against that basically. So and it's it's not a bad film, but it's not one of the best. Now, I'm going to tell you the ending, and I'll tell you the reason why. So at the very end, Tony Stark, who is Iron Man, decides to give up the Iron Man suit, and he blows all his suits up. Okay, so he's got no more suits left. He's still got, he can still make it if he wanted to, but he, he, he sort of leaves the superhero life and goes off to live with um, Pepper Potts, played by Gwyneth Paltrow, as you would, and off into sunset, and that's it. And then, he comes back the next film, in Avengers and he's Iron Man so it's never explained why he's not Iron Man well, you know, or why he's back to being Iron Man again it's just Iron Man 1, 2 and 3 is it's own little trilogy where he just stops being Iron Man all of a sudden and then he's just Iron Man again in the future films and that's just never explained and doesn't, that doesn't mean but as a film it's alright you know it's I think the effects are quite impressive mm. you know there's a scene there's quite a few scenes but there's one scene where it's there's about 40 Iron Man suits all flying around and doing various things at different points and that's quite good the only downside to that it's in the night and it, it, maybe that's a, to it, that's a good thing because then it sort of hides mm. some of the bad things of it, the bad CGI if there is any but it's that's quite impressive that you've got all these super, these uh, Iron Men flying around and all this thing which, which is quite good and yet the story's alright and it, it's you know it's, it's an enjoyable film but yeah it's it's not much loved in the in the Marvel community it's not the most hated, but it's just like sort of. What is the most could, hated? Would you say? Probably Thor two. Okay. The Dark World is probably the most hated. Iron Man two. How many Thor films has there been? Three. They're making the Ragnarok. fourth one now. Yeah, Ragnarok's really good. Thor one's okay. Thor two. I've seen s- most of Thor one. Yeah, Ragnarok's brilliant. Like a great film. But it feels like you've got to watch the other ones to appreciate Ragnarok. If that makes mm. sense. I d- It'd be interesting to see what someone feels about it, just seeing that film on its own. I've seen Shang-Chi at the weekend. Did you? What do you think? It's okay. It was alright. Okay. I I was saving talking about it for the the, the pods, the other pods. Okay. Probably been watching pods. Yeah, fair enough. Good stuff. So that's our top ten. Iron Man 3 was our top. So were there any films from 2013 that we wanted to discuss? I, uh, I remember seeing at the cinema The Great Gatsby. 
Um, oh yeah. Directed by uh, what's his face? Can't that name. song. Leonardo Caprio's in it. Baz Lim. Baz Lim. Yeah. Of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And Stinky Ballroom and all that. Um, not as good. Still that style, like mm. that uh, camp, uh, colourful, like hyper realistic, hyper realistic, sort yeah. of like yeah, vivid, uh, fashiony, I guess. Yeah, if that's a word. Uh, I'd like to see it again because it might be, uh, but I remember visually being like wow, but not being still being a, a bit, still being a little bit bored. Mm. You know, but still enjoying it when it came out because yeah. of the visuals and the style. Just, you just, just like eye candy, just like watching, like, uh, dying. No, just the, the glamour of yeah. it. You know, which yeah. beautiful people having a beautiful time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that stands out. And yeah, then, well, I enjoyed that as well. Well, was Z came out this year, but I didn't see. It. I seen it a fair bit after. Uh, uh, um, on like a streaming site. Yeah. What do you think of World War Z? Yeah, it was all right. Um, I think I've, I feel like I've spoken about this before, but I, I did read the book, and the book is sort of like very strange. Where it's um, it's like a diary. It's like diary entries. That's what it's like. It's like a journal. Mm. And I didn't enjoy the book, but the film I did enjoy. I think some of the CGI let it down, but otherwise the story's quite good and it's quite different in terms of like the zombie swarm. You know, with the way they swarm over the walls and stuff like that. It, it looks fantastic. It's yeah. A great yeah. Idea. Um, so yeah, I did. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Other movies. The, there's two on this list. There's two Hobbit movies. There's the Desolation of Smog and there's the or Smog. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> yeah. um, no one knows. <laughs> and unexpected journey on this as well. Maybe. All oh, right. So maybe that. Maybe the list will look come out of Christmas, don't they? Oh right. I see. So maybe yeah. Yeah. That that time. Yeah, the Hobbit movies aren't as bad as what people say. Yeah, saying that, um, when I watched them, I watched them on a plane, and I think I was flying over to Colombia at the time oh, for nice. my brother's I'll see brother. my brother's wedding. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I was glad of a movie that would last the duration. Well, <laughs> a, a, quite a big portion of the duration of the yeah. flight, and the, the Hobbit did do that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're all right. What, what do yeah. you think? I didn't, I didn't mind them. I, I, I didn't like the last one. I, I found it boring. The last one. Mm. The first one was all right. Second one again, yeah, it was enjoyable, but I don't I'm not like clamming to watch them again. The third one, I just thought, no, I'm just fed up with this. One again, I wonder if he, they'd just done the one movie, if they made the one movie like I don't know, amazing. Mm. If it would have recouped is just as much money as what all three movies. I think it it still would have been financially more beneficial to release them all as three movies. Yeah. I think you know that's at the end of the day that's what movies are. are they definitely they definitely get the money's worth and be able to do them. Yeah, like they did. Yeah, um, I was watching a video the other day and they were talking. It was like I think it was it was, it was about CGI actually and, and effect animation it was, and they were talking about the animated Hobbit and the guy who was the animator not on the film but was an animator. Yeah, he was saying that the animated one is well better. It's a well better film than like all three of them put together. So it'll be interesting to see that even though the animation looks a little bit dodgy compared mm. to now. I don't know when it was made, like in the 80s or 70s or whatever. Um, we'd be interested to see how that stands up compared to the oh, how yeah. I feel overlong films of the, the three Hobbit films. Oh man, they did the Lord of the Rings in one movie, didn't they? Yeah, well he talked about that as well, and they say in it... It's a British mate, is it? Similar studio did the um, Worship Down? 
I'm not sure to be honest. It looks very similar, mm. like the sort of animation to it. But uh, basically, they run out of money when they were making it, so it just ends at the two towers. Just <laughs> that's it, end of it. Um, yeah, so they didn't do the fight scene apparently. There you go. I'm seeing it myself. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, they have to do is draw a few pictures. Let's <laughs> get on with it. Um, just a few other films from 2013. So, um, Anchorman 2. Did you like Anchorman films? Uh, the first one, yeah. Yeah. Second one. I've seen the second one. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's a few I good think I've seen the clip of the fight. Don't they have another fight? Yeah. In the second one. And do you know what? That would that would have been funny, but it goes on too long. I mean, the cameos are brilliant. There's so many people who are in it, but yeah, it just goes on a bit too long that bit. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. The second one it was still funny, but didn't have the magic of the first. I felt the first was just like, amazing. Just uh, some amazing lines and comedy scenes in it. Um, now you see me. Seen that one? No. No, no, no. So, uh, but the the magicians. No, no, no. Seen that one. That's again a bit of a heist. Uh, they're doing yeah. that heist with the magicians, and so it's uh, Mark Ruffalo who plays an FBI um, agent who's trying to work out how they did the heists, and Woody Harrelson's in it. Uh, what's the guy out of the social network? He's in it. Jesse. Let's look. Let's look. Yeah. His name, Hammer's name, um, Isla Fish is in it. Yeah, not a bad film. I haven't seen the second one yet, but the first one, yeah, really good. Just your, just your standard heist movie, and then there's, you know, there's twists and turns in it, and how you work out how they do it, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, this might be 2012, but Life of Pi. Oh, yeah. That, I, that was, I think it came out with Christmas. Um, I thought that was amazing. Angle. Yeah. Was it Angle directed? Yeah, it was. Angle, yeah. And I, I remember when that came out, did you ever read the book at all? No. No, I didn't either, but I remember people saying before it came out, it's an unfilmable book, novel or book, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when you see the ending of what it actually means and what was actually going on, you're like, oh yeah, I understand why you think it would be unfilmable, but he's done a really good job, it was really good, really, inter- looks amazing as well, yeah. you, know, you know, on the boat and the visual effects, they sort of really suit the theme of the film, you know, with it being... What it is? I don't want to tell you. I don't want to say what the, the ending is. No, because that, that I, twist's great at the end. I uh, I love Angley. I I love all his movies. Yeah. Um, I can't remember like is he done not done one for a while? So I can't remember the last yeah, one. Yeah, at least I have to have a look. Yeah. Never watched Crouching Tiger. You know, never seen it. And That's on a streaming like site. It. I started it? watching it the other day, but I was too distracted. Um, but I remember see, I seen that at the cinema when it first came out. Mm. But I feel. When it came out, the style of fighting, say, the uh, choreography of the fight scenes Mm. hadn't been done as well as what it had done then. And it's been copied so many times since. It's not as uh, powerful. I think it's lost a little bit of of that. uh, At the time, it was was, was like mine. It was was just stunning. It was really, really good to watch. Well, is it the same? Fight choreographer as the Matrix. It might be. I think. I think. It's, I think it's similar. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's very. It's very mm. similar, like the fight scenes in it, and like that was like sort of like floaty. Yeah. Yeah, floaty and yeah, all the wire tricks and things like that. Yeah. So it's one of them. I do. I do want to watch that one. Um, I remember there being like a around the sort of late two thousands, early twenty tens, if you like, being like um, loads of martial arts movies that were just brilliant, like. Um, House of Cold. Don't know. House we need to do an episode on, on Kung Fu. On like Kung, Kung Fu martial Fu arts movies, yeah. 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 So I'm up for that. 
Um, do you ever see Captain Phillips? No. No? Tom, uh, Tom Hanks, who plays a captain of a ship that gets took over by pirates, really, by Somali pirates, I think it is. Really, really good film. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Just very sort of. It's, it's like a realistic Under Siege. <laughs> You've seen Under Siege? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a realistic version of that. So he's, he's sort of a captain, but he's got to negotiate with the, with, the, with, the, with the terrorists and things like that and try and get them off safely and stuff. And yeah, it's really good, like hostage situation. I, I, I had um, the, the, Batman, Batman, the version of Batman Returns I had was a VHS um, one that you got from a rental. Oh, like, yeah. It was like, you know, sometimes when they, they were done with the tapes, yeah. they'd sell them off, wouldn't they? Like yeah. cheap. And that was the best. In a bigger and, box. Yeah, and, and like uh, fast forward through the trailers was more of some a pain in the ass than like just to watch them. Yeah. Because you can never get quite get to the bit of the start of the movie. Though, like, <laughs> yeah, you go just, too far or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd end up watching the whole trailers and Under Siege was one of the trailers that was on it. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, because I used to watch Batman Returns all the time. Yeah. I kind of knew it inside out um, I, I have actually seen it like uh, it was one of those rental ones as well like yeah, we got yeah. out it, yeah. he's Can like a chef on a, a, a boat isn't he yeah just, uh, ah, just Steven it's, Seagal I mean it's die hard on a boat yeah that's what it is and that's fine that's what you want what other see that is his biggest one isn't it Seagal, Seagal. yeah he's done a few he's done on the is he in uh, Expendables he's got to be he's got to be in a cameo he might have been in one of them one of the, the second or third one, I thought he was on the first one anyway. Um, and he was in something like, what was it, Executive Decision? I remember him being in that, and he was like, he was the face of it. And spoilies, he gets killed halfway through, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> A bit like Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea, you know, where like, you think, yeah, you're yeah. not expecting it, and he just not dies. Gonna kill him. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna kill him, he's the main guy, he dies. Um, but yeah, Captain Phillips, by the way, it's not really an action film in that sense, it is more of a, a dramatic film. But yeah, really good film. Enjoyed that film. Um, Rush, did you ever see Rush in 2013? No. no. Um, about the two Formula One drivers and the names have escaped me. Oh, Richard is going to be going barmy because he's into all these his racing and stuff, isn't he? But yeah, Rush was about the two real life F1 drivers and I can't remember the names, but, oh, but it's got Chris Helmsworth in it. Um, Daniel Bro, is it? Brawl, if that's how you pronounce his name. But yeah, really good, like a rivalry between the two F1 drivers. A bit of a sort of um, biopic style film. Yeah, really good, enjoyed enjoyed Rush. I was just looking for what um, won um, Best Picture that year. Oh yeah, go on. Argo, I've never heard of it. Oh, Argo, yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck and George Clooney. Yeah, he directed it as well, I think. Yeah, it's um, not a bad film. Other nominations were... Um, well is, this, well, is this to 2013? Because 2013, they, yeah. could, they must have come out in 2012. 2012 yeah. yeah, so we've got, to, we've got to be careful. We can't uh, talk about them. Oh. Yeah, just think on nicely. Django uh, Train, so that must be 2012. Yeah. to look forward to. So we'll do that in the future episode. And. That's, that's all that stands out for me, Lincoln. Yeah. Is that a Steven Spielberg thing? Yeah, sounds familiar. I'm seeing the film though. No, Daniel well, Day-Lewis. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, I haven't seen it though. Well, another yeah, one, Spielberg, yeah. Another one stand out for me is The World's End. Uh, Edgar Wright, Sam Pegg, Nick oh, yeah, Frost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not the greatest. Did you watch the Sparks documentary? Oh, yeah. How was that? You, you know that, Al, because I put an episode out talking about it and reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's brilliant. brilliant. By the way, Sparks, yeah. Directed by Edgar Wright. Um, Were you a fan before that? No, really no, wasn't. No. 
It's I only know you. two songs of theirs. Yes, yeah, go on. Um, this town ain't big enough to the yeah. And also there was one in the the nineties that they that got a top ten. It's like I'm sure it's them. When do I get to sing? Mm, my yeah, way. that's it. Yeah, they talk about that on it. But you know, but when they, when you watch the film, it's they talk about like the, the different styles of music they've done over the years. And like I was like, you was like that. Oh yeah, I've heard that song. I've heard that song. Like uh, beat the clock as well as well. Don't you? Know, they gotta beat the clock. Gotta beat the clock. That's them. Um, they've done songs with George Omarode. Love George Omarode. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, looked. Yeah. Great film. Funny as well. Like a good. It's a good documentary. But it's funny as well. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of animated bits in between and stuff. Yeah, brilliant. They're funny as well. Like them two, the two brothers, are funny guys. But um, yeah, it's quite niche though, isn't it? It I, is. I, I, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's they they keep them the Spark Brothers apparently keep themselves into themselves. They, they don't really go into the promotion too much. So like loads of people have posted them to, over the years to do a film, and when he approached them. He thought he was right for it. And it, it. Yeah, it's brilliant. I loved it. Um, but yeah, World's End is like the third of the Cornetto trilogy. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? I've watched that uh, from your recommendation. Oh, there you I, go. I probably wouldn't have watched it otherwise. So. Oh, there you yeah. go. So, yeah. so it's, not, it's not the best of the three. It's, probably, well, it's the worst of the three. But it's still alright. It's still good. Yeah. It's still funny. It's got its moments. You know, it's, yeah, it's a good film. I like the element of doing the, the pub crawl. Yeah. You know, I thought that was that was good. Yeah. Um I don't know, it doesn't have the same magic, does it? As as Hot Fuzz or yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Mm. It's just yeah. lack, it like It seems a bit too glossy. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's like uh, they've got zombies and then uh the, the, what would you say about the town? What would you say that, that this is well this is obviously well it gives away, doesn't it, when you say it? Yeah, if you haven't seen Hot Fuzz, go and watch it. But yeah, yeah it's like the, the committee, isn't it? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then this is like what robots? 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 Aliens? Yeah, robots. Robot aliens? I, I was gonna say because that's a bit of a spoiler. Well, I think if you haven't seen it by now, you need to go and see it. Yeah, it's not really spoiling it that much. You can still enjoy it if you know that, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I like it where you know there's loads of bits I like in it, but the like all the pubs he visits um, predict what's gonna happen during the film. I can't remember any of the pub names, but it's, it's a, it's a, it tells you what's going to happen to some of the people. Like obviously the last one they get to is The World's End, that's the end of the world. Um, but yeah, good film, enjoyable. And here's a new films out next month. What's last, that? last Night in Soho, looks a bit looks a bit scary, a bit dark. Yeah, it looks like something right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned Django Unchained, 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 that was 2013 apparently. So there you go, yeah, good Tantino film. Yeah. Any more standouts? Um, I, I've not seen it, but GI Joe Retaliation. How many GI Joe films? Because there's a new one coming out. I thought. Yeah, that's the second one. And the Wolverine? Have I seen that one? The Wolverine is the one where he goes to Japan. That's I a thought really, that was a big movie. That that's one. a really good film. That I like that one. That's yeah, it's a good film. Um, bit bit different to what you expect. You know, intent for a superhero film. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, we would have been in Japan. It's, it's, it's all very sort of honor led, and he's, he's got a love interest in it, and he's sad. You know. Mm. Um, Looking here, that this year there was like a load of re-releases of movies to do being 3D. This was when 3D. Like, oh, was the year? Yeah. So like Top Gun, um, the first month I think, uh, Wizard of Oz, all oh, re-released wow. in 3D. Yeah. Didn't know that. There you go. 
Uh, looking at the list there, there's not many more that are sticking out to me. No. If there are to you. Uh, About Time was one. Did you see that one? About no. Time where it's uh, Bill Knightley. Bill Knightley plays a dad of a guy played by Don Hall Gleason. And it turns out that their family, the men in their family, can turn back time and go back in time. It's like a, it's like a genetic, <laughs> a genetic um, disorder they've got. They can go back in time, and so like it's 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 a, a rom com about him going back in time to try and woo this this girl, played by Rachel McAdams, who is gorgeous. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a bad film. I feel like who's the one who done Four Weddings? Richard Curtis. Yeah, Richard Curtis. I think it's done by him. I think it's a, either he wrote it or directed it. Spoiled yesterday. Sure. He, spo- he spoiled it. He spoiled yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not like yesterday? No. Well, yeah. I did, but I didn't. I just thought it was too, was too sappy. It's too sweet. Yeah. Need more sci-fi, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a bit. They don't explain where it comes from, do they? No. Like I want, it, I and that's okay. Yeah. Some some films, but. The sci-fi, I understand what you mean, the, the sci-fi bit of it is just gone, and then it's, well, what would happen? Yeah. Or what you think would happen? Too much Ed Sheeran, but far yeah. too much. I didn't mind yeah. a little bit of Ed Sheeran, but yeah. that was too far too much. I liked it, yeah, I thought it was good. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as it did. Yeah, it was good. It feels like we haven't done this for ages. Well, we haven't done it for ages. We haven't, yeah. Been busy, haven't we? Um, there's two more films I'd like to mention, if you don't mind. Saving, and they're both Disney, both intaked. Saving Mr. Banks, have you ever seen that one? No. So it's about Disney, Walt Disney, and the lady who wrote Mary Poppins, which is P.L. Travers, played by Emma Thompson, and about getting the film made, because she hit, she didn't want the film made at Mary Poppins, and it's about all the, the, the stuff, like the battles they have. Um, yeah, it's a really good film, Really, and Tom Hanks is, is, is good in it, he, he plays Walt Disney. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyable film, I enjoyed that one. If you like Mary, do you like Mary Poppins, like? Yeah. I mean, Mary Poppins is a classic. But yeah, I've not seen the the, the return, was it Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I've got yeah, got it. Ready Everyone said it's good. Yeah, it is. I'm seeing it myself. But we went and seen Mary Poppins on Broadway, you know, like the, the stage. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. It was brilliant. There was one moment where the fellow who played Bert walked up the side of the stage, like you know, like you do, and then walked on the ceiling and then walked down the other side. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. And they're flying around with the with the umbrellas. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant uh, stage show. But yeah, same Mr. Banks, good film. I'd, I'd recommend that. It's probably, if it's a Disney film, is it Disney? I wonder. It should be on Disney Plus, shouldn't it? I don't know if it's a Disney film. It's about Disney, but I don't know if it's Disney. Yeah, but there you go. But last one I will mention, if, uh, unless you've got any more, is Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph came out 2013 as well. Uh, again, going back to the Disney animation, that was that was one of their 3D yeah, yeah. animated films. Yeah, loved Wreck It Ralph, obviously being into computer games and stuff. Loads of cameos from Sonic, Street Fighting, Street Fighters, Pac-Man, all them. All Has there been three? Work it well. Been two. 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 Second one wasn't great. I don't know if you've seen the second one. Not great. The first one's brilliant. Um, yeah, loads. Uh, the cameos are good, but the story itself is all right. It's good as well. You know what I mean? It's it's got it's got that Disney heart to it, uh, and it's well animated. And it looks great and yeah, well acted. Yeah, it's good. I remember that being quite big at the time, so I thought that would be higher up on the uh, the grossing. To mm. be honest, I'm not sure where it is. I'm just on a different list here, like uh, yeah, an Empire I've list. Seen it, Empire put a 37th of the best film of that year. Was we we make it carry that year? Was it? Was it that, that year? Yeah. Chloe, what's her face? On Scary Movie Five. I can't even remember. <laughs> I haven't seen the Carrie remake. 
record was, 138. Yeah. Is it, yeah? Maybe wow. it came out in 2012, and, or the end of the year or something. Yeah, like I'm not sure. Yeah. But go film, recommend that one. If you like Disney films, it's good. Yeah. Right, so if you had to pick one, what's your favourite film of that year? I find this really hard. Um, the Hunger Games. Go on, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Well, despite me slagging it off a little bit, I'm not enjoying it at the time as much as I wanted to. Yeah. I probably will say Man of Steel. Yeah. The world's end's good. I think I uh, Man of Steel's grown on me. Henry Cavall's just yeah. sort of like, he's, he's won me over. So I'll probably go for that. Do you know what? I haven't said that. That's probably out of this year. That's probably the one that I've seen the most. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've watched over and over, yeah. But that's, I'm a big fan of uh, DC. What can I say? You know, yeah. it's just big shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, you ended there? Yeah. Right, what's next, Richard? Oh, Richard's left us, so we don't know what our next episode's going to be. It's probably going to be Fight Club, though, because that's our number 11 mm. film to see before we die, but we can't talk about Fight Club. Don't forget. No. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate all the listens. Um, if you want to get in contact, you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and chatflix at hotmail.com, and we will see you next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.